Welcome or welcome back, y'all, to another episode of UARC. It's your hosts, Summer and Sit, coming to you raw and direct, talking about the heavy hitting topics. All right, let's get right into it. All right, y'all. So today we're going to keep going on with the discussion of being black at the University of Arkansas. And with us today, we have Rihanna Kilgore. So we'll have her go ahead and introduce herself. Hey y'all, I'm Brianna. I am a junior here at the university, majoring in biomedical engineering. Shout out to all the women in STEM. And I <laughs> grew up in El Dorado, Arkansas, which is like a very southern rural area. So coming to Fayetteville was kind of like a, oh, this is a big city, but it's not really. No. <laughs> it was just a big city for me. <laughs> That's funny. It's crazy a lot of people say that though. Like I had a roommate last year and she moved in from, like, Indiana, and she came, and she was like, oh, my God, it's just so big, and it's so much. And I'm like, from Dallas, I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, like, you're from Dallas. <laughs> I forget about that all the time. I'm See, because sometimes I'm like, is that the way to Weddington, or is this the way to Weddington? And I'm like, I get confused about that still after, Stop. like, three years here. I'm like, can I get some more highways or something? Like, I'm used to and I'm like, highway. 5 o'clock traffic? What is going on? Like, I am so angry, road rage on 10. It's crazy. Not you mad. I be looking for the five o'clock traffic. I be like, why is the highway so clear like this? Like, where is the bumper to bumper accident on so and so exit? Like, where is that? We just giving. You said, where's the speed lane? Where's the speed lane? <laughs> oh, Everybody just vibing. Like, mm. I don't know about these type of vibes. Whatever. <laughs> it's so different though. But like you were saying earlier, your transition here was like, oh my god. Like, how was it just going? Like that small town and then coming up here and not being that many um, black students here. So like my hometown itself wasn't necessarily like majority black or majority white or anything. It was kind of like an even mix. Um, So coming here was definitely predominantly more white. Um, For me, it was kind of hard because honestly, I don't have anywhere to get my hair done or there aren't certain hair products that they sell here or just even like some of the same food, so I had to, like, acclimate to different areas and stuff like that, so it was just an adjustment, honestly, doing that, and then, like, coming from a smaller town to a bigger town, like, you know, small town gossip and small oh, yeah. town, you know how that runs, so coming here, I was able to, you know, just be myself, do whatever I kind of wanted to do without worrying about what other people thought, so it was, like, kind of the best of both worlds, but, like, you know, the upside and then the downside of coming to Fayetteville. Right, and, like, back when you mentioned, like, trying to get your hair done and stuff, I've never struggled so hard to try to find somebody to braid hair. Yes. I finally found someone last year, but it's, like, and she was, like, yeah, I've been here for, like, so-and-so years, and I'm, like, okay, but it took me forever to find I know, same. I'm, like, where are y'all finding these people? It's, like, are y'all gatekeeping? Because (laughs) (laughs) I'm not finna drive back home just to get some braids. I know. They're, like, oh, just drive Mm -hmm. a Little Rock. I'm, just, like, but why is nobody here yeah i mean i think it definitely has a lot to do with the fact that there's not a lot of black students here so not a lot of people stay here yeah so Mm -hmm. it's just like exactly and some of them be like yeah i just do my own hair or i just buy wigs i'm like i understand that right but me who doesn't know how to do hair i need some help (laughs) i need assistance i need some help asap please please (laughs) but like do you feel like just being here at the yard do you think they encourage like 
a lot of us students to interact with one another. Like, I know you're in engineering, so I'm not, both of y'all are engineering, yes, so I'm ma'am. not sure, and both of y'all are minorities, but here you go, <laughs> raising the bar. Okay? <laughs> and it's like, okay, women in STEM already so small, but like, how is it just in the engineering school, period, not seeing so many of you guys? Especially biomedical, I know that's even more smaller than versus civil, right? Yeah, civil is yeah. a pretty big department, I would say. Yeah, there's only like, I don't know the stats, but there's like my classes are small, like 50, 60 people. Mm-hmm. And I am like one of two black people in all of my classes. And the other one, she's a black girl also. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just kind of weird, like not having someone to relate to all the time like I and I really don't even know the other black girl honestly I've had a few conversations with her but our paths have never just crossed that much but it is I will say the biomedical engineering department is mostly women than guys so like that's kind of an insurance because I know in engineering other classes I've had it's been like mostly men and I have to deal with testosterone which I don't (laughs) feel like dealing with but luckily with biomedical engineering it's been mostly women but Honestly, I've just been trying to, like, I was lucky enough to, like, find a good community coming into college, like, Zit, and I have uh, other friends like Alex, Sasha, we met through an engineering program for minorities, so, like, I had, like, I guess a leg up versus other minority students coming in. Yeah, we came in with friends freshman year. Yeah, like, starting classes, like, we would sit by each other. We didn't have to go through the awkward phase, like, oh, hi, my name is... Until we, like, split up into our own disciplines. Yeah. You're over there? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I was very lucky to have that experience. But even like now, I just, I like conversate with some of my classmates. And like COVID has also impacted that because I still feel like I don't know most of them. Yeah. But, you know, I just try to find my way around. Yeah. I think those like those programs are definitely a big help. I wish I would have like did it when I was a freshman because I didn't know nobody from yeah. where I was from coming here. I was like, mm-hmm. Where y'all at? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the friends? And then I found out, found out there were like there was um like three camps for business school, like strictly for minorities to come mm, in. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And like that's how some of them made their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like now y'all saying y'all have that as well. So I mean that's a good Yeah, we've pro. had that for like three years. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. definitely a good way for everybody to know each other. I wonder if like Fulbright or I don't know, what's some of the like architecture and, and agriculture. Yeah, I wonder if they have that as well. Hopefully they do. Hopefully, Hopefully. yeah. Because that, that definitely helps, makes the tension list um, thick. Yeah. No, they yeah, definitely. Be alone. No, yeah, but that sucks because at the same time, it's just like all my friends chose different disciplines than I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah. out of uh, my generation, I'm the only civil engineering oh, major. Yeah. And so it's like I walk into a class and it's like 104 of us in there. And mm. it's just like out of 104, four of them are females and out of those four females how many of them are brown just me just yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so it's just like you know i could relate to them in the fact that it were like women in stem and everything but it's just like also at the same time yeah. i don't relate to them because they're not brown and i'm not saying that like white people don't have the same experiences as me but it's just like it's harder it's harder yeah. to find the same like middle ground and mm-hmm. same there's like an an undefined like understanding when you meet someone else who is a minority like means that we don't have to talk about it, but we understand. Exactly. Like, we just know. Or, like, if I talk to those girls, I'm like, yeah, like, did you grow up poor also? And they're mm-hmm. like, um, no, my dad's actually an engineer, which is why I wanted to pursue engineering. Yeah, or and like, I'm my like, dad's a doctor. And I'm like, ooh, my mom's a receptionist. <laughs> yeah, you know. I love you, mom, but, <laughs> you know. Exactly. She like, loves you, I promise. Like, yeah. my dad worked for a factory for, like, 
18 years of like my life. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't get to say like, oh, my dad was an engineer or like, oh, my mom, like, I don't get, th- I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I no, don't just have don't get the- that advantage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like everybody else does. Yeah. That definitely plays a role. So when you meet someone else who's, like, brown in STEM, there's kind of, like, an understanding of, like, oh, I know you had to work twice as hard to get here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or knowing that we don't have anyone else to depend on. Like, our family is not in this world. Like, they're not in STEM. Like, they're doing their best to get by. But, like, we are some of the first in our family to go to college, some of the first in our family to be engineers. So, like, that's a big thing. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like, that's why it's so important to have, like, that support system as a minority because you're Mm -hmm. doing something your family has never done before. Mm -hmm. And, like, they can support you from far away, but they also don't get that understanding of, like, how hard it is in college to, like, one, be away from home, and then two, be a minority. No, yeah, like, if I tell my mom, like, there's an exam coming up, she's just like, oh, well, like, good luck, like, study hard. She can't sit there and be like, oh, so, like, what are you going to work on? Be, mm-hmm. like, chemistry or something. And she could be like, oh, well, I can, like, maybe help you with that. Because she didn't yeah. even go to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom doesn't even know half of the classes that I take. She's no. like, ooh, that sounds, mm, hard. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, mom. Yeah, like, I love so much the support and everything. Yeah, but it's just definitely. like It also kind of stings a little bit that you can't get the help from, yeah. like, anyone or, like, mm-hmm. a sister or, like, a yeah. brother or anything like mm-hmm. that. So is that the support that y'all turn to to look from from the university? I mean, I personally don't and this is just from my experience. I don't expect the university to one understand. I I I feel like there aren't a lot of students who come to this university who are first generation. I meet a lot of people who are like, "Oh, my grandpa went here. Oh, my uncle went here. Yeah. Oh, my cousin went here." And I'm like, "Okay, y'all know the ropes." But like, so that's why I look for like a good foundation in the community of like friends like Zit and my other friends I met yeah. freshman year. We understand. But the university, There's I feel whole- like doesn't well there is one exception and i love this man so much okay and his name is thomas carter he's the assistant the third dean. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's this is dean of engineering mm-hmm. or some something along those lines right yeah. and so he is in charge of our program so he, i feel like basically he kind of tells me the things that i need to know sort of like oh like i'm doing horrible right now and he's just like oh well like it's okay you can like do this or you can take this class in the summer blah blah, blah. you know so like he's my guidance so if I had, like, anybody in the university who I feel like is rooting for me or, like, backing me oh, up and yeah. stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. him. But Definitely like, TC and, like, some of the other advisors. I'm part of the PATH program within the Honors College, mm-hmm. and the director and assistant director, they are, like, my support system through that. Mm-hmm. But, again, that's a specific program, like, for minorities, not speaking as, like, the university. So, like we said whole. last time, like, the things that are curated for us, I feel like yeah. they do. But yeah, they, they're yeah. good. Those programs for that 100%. are designed for minorities, they help uh, 100%. Because, like, definitely. everyone in the PATH program, they have helped me get to mm-hmm. where I am today. They're, like, connecting me to people. So, like, these mm-hmm. programs help, and they're oh, yeah. needed. Yeah, and I also like the same thing, like, the ODI office in Watson. Like, yeah, they help. Yeah. I'm there, yeah. like, every day. Yes. Not even doing work. Just be sitting there talking. Yeah, talking. Like, <laughs> like, about, like, the randomest things. But, like, I know I can go to them for that support. Yeah. But then I get what you're saying. Like, just stepping out here, it's, it's just, like, another regular student walking on campus. Will I ever feel that from, like, others? Like, yeah. I know. We know we could. Like, it's others that, that do. But, like, simply, we don't. We don't, we don't know. know. Yeah, we they don't, don't know. The oh. university doesn't make the effort to, like, connect us to them. Mm-hmm. So it's just like without those programs, we had we would have no idea. Right? Yeah, like maybe I would have never met Bree. Yeah, had like, oh, if y'all didn't have that, that program, exactly. a scary time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like 
okay, yeah, we can go to the MC, get that support as well. Like, is that yeah. is that our only university, like, universal? Is that the word? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like this is it? It's like, like, is, is that it? It's just like... And they offer a lot. Uh-huh. They, they do, oh, they, yeah, yeah, I love the MC. Yeah, they do they great help. programs. They're oh, beautiful. No, yeah, but have you also heard, like, that audio? It's just like... This ain't enough. And they're like, make it enough. Make it enough. Yeah. <laughs> make, it yeah. stretch. make it stretch for four years, please. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. That's yeah. so what the MC feels like. They're just like, make it enough. Make it be what you need. Yeah. And they, and they try their hardest. Like, I know they always want to support. They give so many opportunities. Like, you just go in there, chill, talk, do whatever you want to do. They want to make it comfortable. I agree, but it's like the minimum that the university could do. Yeah, like they shouldn't rely on just the MC to curate mm-hmm. that environment for mm-hmm. non-white students. Sorry, like, are you saying like, but you want there to be like more places on campus or just more people put in positions? Like, what, like, what would you want to see? Probably, I think it always just starts in like chain of command. So putting those people in power who understand all students, like whoever is over and this applies to anything outside the university jobs even like this country like people in power should represent who they are over Mm -hmm. so like my teachers faculty people who are making these rules they should be able to represent the students who go here Mm -hmm. and so like if all those directors and advisors are all from the same area they have all the same experiences they're not going to understand me as like a little black girl who grew up in southern Arkansas because they don't, they haven't, they're not that, you know. Yeah. So I would, I would love to see more black women, more black men, and just people like in power who can understand no, us as students. Like even our professors don't look like us. Yeah, at our all. professors. I have never, never had a black professor. I've never yeah. had a Mexican professor ever. Like how, wow. how am I supposed to get a Mexican professor? Yeah, I've had one. A PWI. Oh, girl, anything Arkansas. Are you gonna get? Yeah, and we're in the <laughs> South. Like, come on. Yeah. I've had one black professor. Shout out to her. I've had her two times. I tried to take her for a third time. And I couldn't yeah. because of COVID. Like, she's a very good teacher. And I was like, man, you're a black lady. Because we like, want I those things. To, we want yeah, to see ourselves We just want representation. And you know? I can tell the difference. Like, I've had phenomenal teachers. But then when I've had her, it's like the atmosphere just felt so different. Like, she was so loving. It was and more like, understanding. It was more Welcoming. And I've only had her over, online. And it's yeah. like, I'm feeling this over a computer screen. Imagine in the classroom. Right? <laughs> That's what I tried to get her this semester, and it was just like, it I didn't work out. It's not what we want. We, it's more, not, we want more yeah. brown professors. We want more people who like look like us. You yeah. Know? And I've had like other. Yeah, you can have yeah. great professors who are white also. But oh, it's just, yeah. Like, it's definitely. not the same. It's. It is still it's just lacking that, like, unsaid understanding. Yeah, exactly. Know? Like, if I meet another black professor at a PWI, they understand how I feel as a mm-hmm. black student. Because mm-hmm. they're also a black professor. Like, probably most of their coworkers are white. So, like, they just understand the feeling of being kind of, like, alienated. Isolated. And isolated. No, yeah. well, did you guys not see, like, that one um, on Twitter? It was under the hashtag Black Hat You Work, and it was a professor. Who was talking about their experience? Yeah, and oh, a bad I was, experience. I was really shocked to see that at like such a professional level, mm-hmm. like that professors experiencing that. Exactly. Oh, so it's like not just the students; it's definitely they're the pro- going through professors it as well. also. Yeah, yeah. And how did you feel about that? Like when Black New York just like took over Twitter at the time. When I saw that on Twitter, I was like, first, I was like, shame on the U of A. I was like. <laughs> Dang. And then when I was reading them, I was just like, oh, my goodness, this is so it's so much because like we 
we only feel comfortable saying these things and around people who are like us. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of these situations have been like unsaid or like unresolved or not talked about because like they don't they don't feel comfortable voicing that to the majority, you mm -hmm. know, people who don't look like them. So when I saw that, I was shocked and I was like disappointed that the university has like let these things like go on unresolved and like that just forces people to feel unwelcome and like not comfortable at the university you know yeah. you spend four or five six years here you should be able to have your place here exactly. exactly it's very discouraging like you said because it's just like imagine like me before i came to the university of arkansas i did all my research on the university of arkansas mm -hmm. had i seen that hashtag when it was like trending and i was like thinking about going here i would have been so discouraged i would have been like yeah. oh yeah. i'm literally gonna go there to get like racially profiled like for what yeah yeah i had a friend who was like he's seen everything and he was looking to transfer he's like i'll just come up there with y'all and then he seen everything on Twitter, and he was like, um... Y'all can have that. Is this how right. it really is? Yeah. I, I couldn't lie. Like, right, because those Twitter. are those people's stories. Exactly. Like, you can't say that they're lying. Who would lie about would something lie about horrific some... like Literally. that? No, yeah. Like, yeah, this, this is how it is. But it's, I mean, it's a good school. But Yeah, I love it, it here, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's how it is, you Yeah, know? you got to accept it with its flaws, definitely. Exactly. But so, it's just like, why does it even have these flaws? Mm -hmm. Yeah, things, especially, especially things like that. Yeah. That, that could be prevented. And it's like, I feel like, I hope that those who haven't said anything aren't ashamed of themselves. Because, like, when you want to say something to someone else, they make you feel like you're less than or try to invalidate your opinion. Or, yeah, like, like less to the situation. Like, oh, did that really happen? Like, or, yeah. or did that happen because you did actually smell like weed? Or did that actually happen because, did you say something to them? Did like, you come off as rude? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, what did you say? Yeah. What did you do? Like, they're turning it back on you. Exactly. Dang. It doesn't matter what we did. Like, are you going to be supportive? Are you going to actually listen to what we're saying? Like, they're, people are being treated wrong regardless of what they've done. Exactly. I mean, half of those tweets, it was never a, I got treated like this because I did this. They simply just got treated yeah. like that. They were just being. Yeah. Just living. Just Just breathing, existing. Just mm -hmm. vibing. <laughs> like, and then get treated like that. But then we bring it to you guys' attention. It's like, well, what did you do? That's the first thing that she was going to ask exactly. me. I get asked, am I okay? And like, did the university they... even address that? Like, did they publicly, like, send us an email or anything? Um, I think I do remember getting yeah. a couple emails from, like, the chancellor at yeah, that time. I think so. But there was also a lot going on at that time. Like, was that during quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we had quarantine, COVID going on, and then we had, like, a UR going on. So I was getting a bunch of emails, but I do, I think. I'm pretty sure you did send out an email. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of great. But it's always just, like, an email. It's always mm -hmm. just an email. Like, with the Silas Hunt statue, it's always just an email. They, yeah. They're just apologizing on the behalf of the university. Like, that's supposed to make it better. Like, that's mm -hmm. supposed to fix anything. It's I just... want to know what these people at the board are saying. Like, I don't even know who y'all are. But what, like, what do they be saying? Like, do they care? Are they just here just to, like, make sure that the university overall just looks good on the outside? Like, what? Or to, like, like keep up appearances. Yeah. Like, like what, what's the thought process? Yeah, like, what are y'all saying? Like, what was y'all reaction when y'all seen these tweets? Y'all seen how these students are treating? You see how your faculty is treating students? Like, what? what is going to be Or done? how faculty is treating other, other faculty, faculty. literally. Yeah. Or how students is treating other students. Like, what is going to happen? But then it's like, what, what can we even do to fix it now without, like, facing all that backlash? Don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know. I guess it's like when it comes into play where we all just got to come together again. Because, I mean, they'll try to, they can beat you down if it's just one. I mean, they could try. They could try, yeah. But it's going to be harder if it's 15 of them. No. So, yeah. 
guess it's like I, with the riots when that was happening and everything. Mm-hmm, then the, yeah, that was really really good. I wish I could have went. Um, unfortunately, I had to go work for the white man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, she straight up told me like, if you go, you're gonna lose your job. I was like, all right, go. Oh, what? That's crazy. Yeah. The fact that somebody can. I ain't gonna say where it was at. Like, if just generally, if you protest, if you participate in a protest, you would lose your job. I told her, like, it was, by the time the protest was going to be happening, it was at the beginning of my shift. And I told her I would just be an hour late. Like, can I at least just get that? She said, no. She said, if you don't come to work, like, you're just going to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. She said, like, a, she's very, very racist. Like, one time she asked me when I came to work, she's like, oh, my God, Summer, why are you so late? Were you taking your braids down this morning? Wow. I mean, the sad thing is I was taking my braids down this morning. But don't <laughs> come at me like that. That's not something no. you bring up. Be like, oh, why were you? You asked the question. Don't put that assumption out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. You ask the question and you get a, the response. You get the response. I would yeah. tell you. And I did tell her. I texted the other manager said I was I was in an interview. I'm running late. And she said, okay. And then y'all proceeded to ask me and then laughed like it was just the yeah, funniest joke. Yeah, that's not joke. funny. See, that's that's unacceptable. I just like stood there the whole day for my shift, like literally about to cry at the doggone little what's the thing called register because I didn't know what to do. Like I was just so mad. Yeah, like what do you do? Like that's your superior. Because if you well. get angry, then you're the problem. Then I'm the problem. Yeah, and I was like, if I report them, they'll like literally make my life a living hell there to where I'm not gonna want to come to work. Mm, I got bills. I got rent to pay. So it's like, I have to keep my job. I gotta keep the hours I have. But if I report them, they're gonna cut my And hours. you have to keep up your character because people exactly. are so quick to like, when you get angry, they're like, oh, she's just being an angry Latina. No. Or they're gonna, or like they put you in the stereotype of like, loud, angry, like black woman. Then it's not even the case. Exactly. It's just yeah. like you genuinely hurt my feelings. You genuinely, genuinely came for my character. Literally. So I'm allowed to get mad. Exactly. Then when I pulled them off like to the side or whatever, I was like, I caught him out and it's like, what y'all did was wrong. And she was like, oh, it was just a joke. Like, we were just joking. And That's I'm, not funny. Yeah. And I was like, we made joke. Like, because we did joke. We had like a, I don't want to say friendship, but we was joking all the time at work. But I was like, that's not a joke. Like, you crossed the line very, very hard. Like, I know what a joke is because yeah. we've joked around before. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, ever since then, it never got good. And I came back the next day and I went upstairs to get my temperature. Da-da-da-da. And she was like, oh, Summer, I just want to say I'm so, so sorry. I feel so bad. Um, so-and-so actually told me more about uh, weaves and braids. How are you going to ask another white woman about my hair? I just looked at her like, what are you talking about? Getting education from the wrong places. Yeah. Yeah, but also on the flip side, I also hate when people interrogate me about my hair. Like, oh, how did that happen? Or like, how long did it take? How much was it? What, like, what's that called? What's that process of your hair? Like, just leave it at, I like your hair. It looks cool. And then you can do your own research on Google. Google is amazing. Or someone who's just like straight up more open about the things. Yeah, or just like, but just don't interrogate me for 10 hours. Like, oh, what about your hair? So how did that happen? Like, did they braid braid it in? They braid it out? And like, sometimes it is from like a curious standpoint, Mm. but for some others, it feels like... Not, it feels almost like dehumanizing me. Like you're treating me like dissecting, an object yeah. instead of a person. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to dissect her hair because it's so different than mine. Like no, just say it's cute yeah. and leave it at that. And just walk away. Walk away. That's all you have to You do. can appreciate it from from afar. Please. And don't touch. Oh, yes. <laughs> don't touch. How many times I've heard people go, can I touch your hair? It's what? Why? I don't know. I just, why, why? do you want to touch my hair? I don't hair? know. I really, like, one time I was in Walmart. This is when I first got here and I had braids. 
And like the man behind me was like, it was the daughter and the father. Like they were, I heard them talking. And so then he finally said, we love your braids so much. I wonder how they got it like that. Hmm. He was good until I wonder. <laughs> Just like, say, I love your braids. And I'd be like, thank you so much. I was like, oh, I appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. And then I turned around. And then, like, the daughter just kept talking. It's like, it's just so, oh, my God. TikTok. <laughs> Go on TikTok and look it up or something. Because I'm not going to tell you at the time to tell you. Because that was, it just, like, it just gets weird. Um, yeah. They just keep going. Like, like, when I wear a wig or something, oh, my God, is that your real hair? You know it's not. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, if you see me with a wig and then without, you're like, oh, you got a haircut. No, no. I took off my wig. <laughs> uh, it's not a haircut. And you know the difference between, like, you yeah. know. You've seen me enough. You know. Exactly. You just want to hear me you just, say. You just want to hear me say, like, no, that's not my real hair. Uh, they're like, no, it's not your real yeah, It's really not a joke. want to make a joke out of you. It's not funny. <laughs> and you don't do it in front of other people around here on campus. No, like, yeah. Like, it's just so funny. I'm like, what's the joke? I missed the joke. Yeah. I'm going to laugh, too. I like to <laughs> giggle in a kiki. In a kiki. <laughs> like it's just like you try to they try to find ways to like embarrass you and it just does not work. Yeah. It's like why are you taking out the time anyway? Yeah. What purpose is it getting back to you? Yeah. Don't you like a cat to feed or something? Like just go to class. I don't know. I don't know. But like has anything like personally happened to you while you've been here? Personally I don't think so a hundred percent like I was in my one of my freshman engineering classes I was working with like a male a white male partner and we were working on some kind of code and when we were working on it like I had my version he had his version Mm -hmm. and then he his version was wrong like it was getting error after error after error and I was like okay we can use mine but he just refused to use my code until he had to call over the TA and the TA was like use hers and I was like wow really like come on but like other than that we're in the same class right we're in the same class same assignment we're partners so like i'm trying to help us like do what's best for us i don't like if you're wrong and i wasn't like oh you're wrong try fixing that do this i was like oh well maybe like let's just run mine and see like the differences between like whatever i wasn't being like malicious at all but i was just like this is ridiculous and i was like well this is what i have ahead of me you know being a woman in stem but like other than that, no, but there's there's been times, like, when me and my friends, we avoid, like, swarms of, like, other white people. Like, we, I've, like, purposely stayed in the dining hall because I, it was during rush week and there was just, like, a swarm mm. of, like, white guys just passing. And me and my friend, like, we're just going to wait because we, we were fearing that we were going to get harassed. And two, we just didn't want to deal with the stares or the looks or the whispers. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're, like, it's happened before and we just were blatantly avoided that so like it's little stuff like that where we go out of our way to avoid you know encounters Mm -hmm. those are like so uncomfortable especially when you're by yourself you're just walking through and it's like okay do i do i look okay like it's something wrong yeah you don't want to make a butt of anyone's joke yeah yeah no and it's like you already know they're gonna make a joke about you or something like you know it's gonna happen but it's like i'll be trying to prevent it as much as i can but it's nothing we can do at this point they're going to make the jokes how they want to. They're going to talk bad what they want to. And it's like, how long do you want to keep up And you this? can't get angry because then no. you're the problem. Then, yeah, then you're in the wrong. You should never made a scene about it. But it's like, I don't want to keep going through this for four years. Like, no, nobody yeah, exactly. wants to keep getting talked about every time they walk past. Nobody wants to keep getting stared at. Like, that's a major thing. Like, that's just like my biggest pet peeve when they just stare at you like this. Oh, yes. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just two eyes and nose and a mouth. Yeah. We have the same thing. I had an experience uh, sophomore year, actually. What? Uh, no, not sophomore year, freshman year, right? So we, they were having, like, an event at the Union, and so we pulled up to the Union, right? And as I was there, my friend, Keyonce, shout out to my girl, Keyonce, <laughs> was, uh, she walked up, right? And so my name is Lolly, right? Yeah. And a lot of people assume that I'm, like, not the race or ethnicity that I am. A lot of people don't think that I'm Mexican, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think I have a nopal en la frente, personally, which means <laughs> I look Mexican as well. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, so I think that, right? And there was uh, this group of Latin people, right? Mm-hmm. And they were sitting, like, in front of us. And so I, like, get really excited. And yeah. I'm like... I'm like, Keyonce, like, come over here, like, come sit with me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I say that out loud, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm voicing it, like, and a few people heard me, and I was, like, wasn't, like, messed up about it. The union is loud most times, yeah. and it's just, like, I'm calling her over, and she says my name. She's like, oh, is it Lolly? Like, I didn't know you were here, right? Mm-hmm. And so I hear, like, um, I guess they didn't think I could speak Spanish or that I didn't understand Spanish or something else was happening, right? Mm-hmm. And so I hear them in Spanish say, that's what happens when you name your children young. Like, but they say that in Spanish. And so uh, I was like... Wait, wait, time out. So they automatically assume that our parents were young when they had us. So they're making a stereotype that, like, people of color, like, have their children really young. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, that could be entirely the case. But it, it's not allowed. You don't get to make That's that not assumption. Your business. Yeah, yeah, you don't get to make that assumption about me. Especially as a stranger. You don't yeah. know me. Exactly. Literally, you're just sitting behind me at a table. Like, you don't know anything. No, they oh. were Latin people. That's oh. what I'm saying. It's just, like, the problem is, like, why do we sit here and, like, differentiate these things it's just like you're brown i'm brown she's brown it's just like what is what is the case right Mm -hmm. so i keep that to myself right and i keep like doing it because i'm like i don't want to tell her and have her be upset right Mm -hmm. and so um she like has to leave right to go to like classes and i turn around and i'm like i'm like uh, I speak to them in Spanish. I'm like, hey, I don't know what you guys thought you said and that we couldn't understand you, but it was really disrespectful for you to make, like, that assumption not only about my name but her name yeah. because we're brown. It's just, like, you legit are going to make fun of, like, the names that our parents gave us, like, the, the name it's that I... Exactly. It's a name. You don't get to, like, make fun of my name. It's just, like, I know it's very ethnic, but it's, like... Okay. Like, that's who you are. That's your identity. Exactly. Like, you it's don't like, want to be anybody else. Exactly. Right. Like, I don't look like a, like, a Sarah. And no. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> that's and fine. that's okay. I Maybe I'm a Zitlali. And you know what? Like, it's just like, why? Off mm-hmm. of one name, you decided to, like, turn Make around. the and, biggest assumption. Yes. And be like, that's what happens when you have your children young. Like, that's so off the wall. No, yeah. yeah, definitely. And so I told her, like, later as, like, when we, like, hung out again. And she got very angry, which is, like, that's very reasonable. Yeah. Because it's just, like, because her name is Keyonce, you're going to assume something about her. Mm-hmm. And because you saw that I'm brown and she's brown. Yeah. But they love to, like, judge the name on paper before you see your face. Exactly. Which, I mean, I can't really relate to that that much. I mean, my name is Summer. So it's, like... <laughs> I guess it's okay, but, like, if you're looking at a different name, like you said, like, your own name, they'll look at it and already have assumptions already made up. Exactly. Yeah. Or, like, if you have, like, a, like, traditional, like, a Jose, like, something, or, like, a Jesus, like... Like a Maria or something. Yes, exactly. It's just, like, why? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? Like, your name's cool. 
I like it. Exactly. Like, it's just the name. It's just the name. It's, it's the way It's just the name. It's kind of like we had control over it. We were literally out of the womb, crime, with an umbilical cord. We, we, did, we don't get to make choices about it. <laughs> <laughs> we just breathe in. Like, yeah. You know, we don't have no control over that. So that It's was, the name that I was given. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, it's sometimes it's not even other mm-hmm. white people. It's like. Your own. It be your own people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. skin folk ain't kin folk. <laughs> that saying yeah. yes yes no do, yeah do you like think that you came up here prepared like let's say if you didn't have that camp do you think you would have came up here prepared like for what you experienced or, like the big shock I think I would have been prepared but more lonely like if I didn't have the group of friends that I did I feel like academically I would have been fine but like I would have like been searching for like a group of people who understand one what it means to come from, like, a smaller, more rural area to mm-hmm. what it means to be Hispanic, black, or, like, a minority in STEM, and then, like, three, coming to, like, a predominantly white area. Like, mm-hmm. I would have been craving for a community who just understands me from the get-go to where I don't have to explain myself. Because explaining where I come from, my background is exhausting. Like, I yeah. don't want to explain that to, like, other people who don't understand and, like... Or care to understand. Or who who don't care to understand, you know? Like, and I, I do have other white friends, and I love them to death and stuff, but it's always, you know, the understanding. You're mm. unsure. Like... Yeah. <laughs> unsure, straight up. Like, um, I went to the homecoming. Uh, no, I went to the governor's ball, right? Oh, uh-huh. And I just felt... Uh, <laughs> sometimes when I have like situations when I like get into altercations with like other white people like it makes me really angry at white people and I like is that okay no right I don't yeah. get angry at the people who I interact with and I know like they've shown me from my experiences that they they're not gonna have any bias towards me but I was sitting in the governor's like ball just not having a good time because I was like are they judging me are they thinking or, things yeah. about me like mm-hmm. I just get so into my own head and so it makes oh, me yeah. really angry and I'm like I can't have fun because I'm you're worried about thinking. the things yeah. that and they're that's thinking what about me when you're the minority in the room when you're the only person who looks like you in the room you're like oh if and what I doing are they going to assume that about everyone who looks like me like if I talk out loud I have to make sure that I'm like going with the crowd or if I'm too loud or if if I dress too much or if I style my hair a different way they're gonna one ask me questions or assume everyone who looks like me does the same thing yeah you have to represent more than just yourself when you do things like that and so that's a pressure that I that we're given but I don't want I don't want to like speak for the whole black community like I'm not the spokesperson but in certain areas when I'm the only black person in the area, I am the spokesperson to them, you know? They're like, oh, what is it like, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, have you ever had, like, a professor, like, ask you to speak up on a topic that affected, like, your demographic of people? And they're like, how does that make you feel? Like, I don't speak for all the Mexican communities. My experiences are Mm -hmm. my own. Yeah. And some people will relate to them, but I cannot speak for everyone else. Yeah. And therefore, it's just like, First of all, you just singled me out. You just right, called me right. out. Yeah. <laughs> then you have the wave of people turning around and looking. Yeah, at you. like, like, what's, like what's up? Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. I know, like, at first, like, I would never answer questions in class. Like, I would always go to my professor's, what's them called? Office, office hours. hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was at the office hours, and we would go over to work. I would know all the answers, and they would ask these same questions in class, and then, like, nobody would answer. And I'd be like, okay, I'll just answer it. But then it's that thought in the back of my mind mm-hmm, but if you answer it 
then they'll look at you, then they might say something. So now just don't say anything. And like, I would do that for, I did that until we got sent home in freshman year. And I still don't think I really do that now. But nobody really asks questions like that. But it's just like, you know, those eyes, those talks, those stares, like you just don't want that to happen. It's very discouraging. Yeah, 100%. And it's like awkward. (laughs) <laughs> every single time yeah or like you wonder like are they gonna think that i'm less than them because mm-hmm. i'm asking because i'm confused because i'm oh yeah don't let don't ask the question no she wasn't paying attention she, her kind never do i've heard somebody say that before and i was just like uh, her kind my people what again making that assumption and stereotype like i only i am who i am yeah. i am not everyone else yeah and so I mean, like, they, I mean, we don't even look the same. We may look the same in skin, but we don't look the same. Different people, there were you different know? people. Some may be smarter than others. Like, others are more mm, outgoing than others or whatever. We're all not the same, but they love to just put us in the same bucket. And it's not all of them. Like, we're not saying we hate all people that go on this campus. No. No, no. Of course no. Just generally course experiencing, like, yeah. so, sometimes that just happens. Like, if yeah. the shoe does not fit, please do Don't not lace it up. Exactly. Yeah. This is not Cinderella. Exactly. Like, if, if you're not the kind of person who makes the stereotypes, if you're not the person who makes those assumptions, then that doesn't mean you. But it means, like... It's happening around us. Exactly. Yeah. And it can't be, be ignored. Aware. And, like, you can do something for mm-hmm. those people. It's not just... Because it's also, like, if you sit there and you, um, like, let these people make these jokes. Let, uh, like, allow these things to happen in front of you. It's you're just, just like... Exactly. So then the shoe does fit. 100%. And if you're like, oh, I don't say the N-word. But my friend does. It's just like... And you're not calling them out. And you're not sitting... Like, the other day, <laughs> uh, Bree and I were, like in a car and um there was music playing and <laughs> and i was like i stopped her up I, I was like tell me why i was just about to call you out and be like do not say that word <laughs> and she was like she's like you know what i respect you because you be calling people out i was like exactly yeah. i was yeah. like i just my brain was like call them yeah. out be they, like don't say that word say oh we don't mean no harm behind the word just don't say it like it's just a word exactly i know you probably say it when you at home you shouldn't but just don't say it. No, yeah, like another Mexican, they could call me a beaner. I'm, I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, you want to play that game, you what? know? And I could go back at it with them, but it's just like let a white person call me a beaner, and no. I'll, I'll be sitting in front of conduct. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, like I'm not, I'm not an advocate for like violence, but it's just but, uh, like <laughs> I still want to you want to. exactly, like at your own risk. Let me find out. Let me. That's why I be seeing like when we be at like the games and they be playing like Mo Bamba and stuff. Like it just, I just look around like which one y'all finna say it? Like because I know y'all are about to. It's just, it's just so well. Exactly, but you also like can't make exclusions. Like you want to have these people at these parties. You want to have these people like in like because they're not not everyone is bad. No, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, but it's like please don't put yourself in this situation to where I have to make. I have to stop being around you. I have to, mm-hmm. like, call you out. I have to correct you. Mm-hmm. And you may be a good person. I mean, but, like, after you see, like, that in them, like, just looking at your personality now, it's like, you can't look at it the same. Like, exactly. This is how you think. This is how you act. 
it's like, dang, I wish I would have learned this sooner about you. No. Like, now I kind of regret it. Yeah. Exactly. Or it's just, like, you have, like, hesitations when it comes to this person now Mm -hmm. because of the things that they did in front of you or because of the things that they said in front of you when Mm -hmm. they thought it was okay. Yeah, and it's not. And they they really do. Like, they'll go their whole time here just thinking all of that is okay. They probably will do that in the real world, in corporate America, probably until they die. I hope y'all don't. Whoever, if if y'all do. I hope y'all don't. It's not good. But, I mean, it sucks that some of them will, though. Yeah, but do better. You know, do better. At least try. And if you do get called out, be open for the correction. Be open to, like, change that about yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. if... It's, like, take the constructive criticism. Exactly. It just shouldn't be said. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have to go all into detail. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Just don't say it. Yeah, and that's why it's also really important for the university just to and make different spaces inclusive for everyone so, so they can know, like, as an institution, certain things aren't okay for, like, for you to do. Like, treat people nicely, kindly, you know, mm-hmm. just be a decent human being, you know, but I also feel like that's needed within, like, an institution you know, like, what's the word? Or, like, know that there will be consequences yeah. if you do these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think they are, like, trying a little bit. I think they're adding, like, new positions for the DEI office, like, more yeah. deans to be, like, within each college to be, like, the dean for diversity, equity, and inclusion. So mm-hmm. I guess they're, like, making some steps towards that. That's good. That's good. Keep making the steps. As long as they don't stop. Yeah, I'm yeah. the appropriate person in like in that position don't yeah. don't put somebody who's like not doesn't fit the yeah girl exactly <laughs> not gonna work all right y'all y'all heard it here first we want to thank brianna for being here and sharing her unforgettable no experience problem. Yes, if you want to be a guest on our show, go ahead and follow us on IG at UARC Podcast. Shoot us a DM or click the link in our bio. Make sure y'all catch us next time where we are going to start discussing sexual assault here on campus. See you later. Thank you. Goodbye. Mwah. Blowing kisses to you all. On the mouth. Mwah. Please edit that out. <laughs>